0: Hello, humans, and welcome to week four of Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is May 20th, 2019. (sighs) Other than the fact that it is extremely early, and it would be nice to be sleeping, um, I'm in a very peaceful and loving mood right now. Yesterday was such a good day. Saturday's episode called Source um, was even more freeing and healing than I anticipated. Yesterday was a day full of honesty and um, vulnerability, and Thomas and I really connected uh, in ways that I don't think we ever have been able to before. We've worked really hard on developing ourselves Over the last six years that we've been together, and yesterday felt like the beginning of a new chapter, especially when we discussed. I think you brought up um, how, at this point in our relationship, I don't think it's really possible to figure out who did what, when, where, why, how. Like, um, well, that happened because you didn't blank, or this happened because you said this and it hurt my feelings or any of those kind of things that we have brought up in the past over the last six years um, because they're unresolved or were unresolved feelings. Um, When Thomas kind of suggested that at this point, all we really can know is that we are madly in love with each other and um, everything that we did, we did, thinking that it was for the best, even though now we know that a lot of the things that we did um, were maybe done out of frustration or ignorance, but we always love each other and we always want the best for each other. And when he said that, something in me really released. And uh, I think that it has something to do with um, uh, memory reconsolidation, and how if you bring up past things and change the emotion around them, they can reform uh, and save in your brain, uh, really healing some deep things. And when Thomas said that, you know, let's just forgive and forget, let's say we both made mistakes, we both worked really hard, we both tried, And now we're here, and I just loved that. And it freed me so much. And for some reason, after that, the one memory that still stands out with Thomas, and I still don't know exactly why this is the memory, but out of all the things I could poke at that went wrong or didn't go well, one of the things that was amazing, in a fairly sad context, but amazing, was that... During part of when we were homeless, Um, we were living back up in Bellingham with a tent and we had cleared out some flat ground in the backyard of a uh, communal living house um, for a month. We slept back there and um, I was extremely anxious, especially socially. So I would mostly just stay in the tent all the time and sleep a lot. And I was still trying to work at the time, um, developing a diet and trying to do coaching, and there, there was a lot of, it, it was a lot tried to make money, to figure out what we would do, to figure out where we were going to go next, it, it was a time. Um, but what I remember specifically from that time was that Thomas, somebody who had never really known how to cook before. Paid so close attention to figuring out how I wanted this meal to be made, and he every day he would go up into the one of the communal kitchens up in the house, this giant house, like twenty five people who lived there, um, and he would spend like an hour making me what we called sapient bowls, which was rice and spiced beans, salad, um, grilled vegetables baked and fried sweet potatoes, just like this very nutritious, hearty, healthy meal. And a lot of the time that would be like the one thing that I would be able to eat all day. And he would come down after about an hour and hand me this big bowl of food. And I just remember it being the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. And that love that he put into that. And he didn't know what else to do. We didn't know what to do for work. We didn't know where we were going to live. We certainly still don't know how to heal me, um, but he could feed me. He could try really, really, really hard to do something that he had never done before and to show me love and to take care of me. And even though previous to yesterday, I had a lot of resentment and fear and blaming him. You didn't take care of us. You know, you don't make enough money. horrible things to say, but this is an honesty podcast, you know, like you haven't done enough personal development. You haven't overcome your past enough to take care of us, to do what you need to do, to work hard, to allow us to have nice things. I mean, and maybe at some point those things were true and I did bad things, mean, harsh things too. I said nasty things. I alienated, I blamed, um, or married if you're married and you've never done any of these things, please write a book and I'll send you cash. You can send me a copy. Like I think that we have done great um, by admitting that in the past it wasn't good, that we didn't have great communication, uh, and our parts attacked each other all the time. And whoo, 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 it wasn't a lot. And but yesterday we said, you know, can we stop trying to figure out who did what? Let's stop blaming. And it's interesting that after I did place at least some responsibility for what happened to me um, on my dad. I don't really want to say blame, but if that's how you interpret it, it, this is art. Interpret as you will. Um, And I don't want to place blame on Thomas for the things he did and didn't do either. Um, And a lot of those those are connected. And instead, what I want is to appreciate the good times, and encourage positive interaction. I want to be the best that I can be to Thomas so that he has good example and upward momentum to be the best to me. And that's kind of what we started yesterday, Um, freeing ourselves of Owenses and expectations, freeing ourselves of what we think we're supposed to do to make things work, And allowing ourselves to figure out what we really want to do. And I won't get into details of what we've kind of decided to do next because we're going to really take our time. Um, But know that it's going to be authentic and honest. And it's going to be part of our journey towards becoming the best version of ourselves. Towards the goal of creating a life that we would be happy to share with either... um, people, plants, and animals that we get to raise, uh, community members that we get to participate in their uh, continued excellence, whatever it is that we get to do together, and sometimes apart, um, wherever we go in the world. I know that we're a team, and we're partners, and the community around me is getting stronger. The more that I love myself, the more that I'm able to love the people around me, The more calm that I'm getting, the more peaceful that I am, it's amplifying. It's impacting the people around me. My peace, my happiness, my love is making the people around me more peaceful, loving, compassionate, kind. I can feel it. I can see it. It's working. The ideas of start with yourself are so, so, so true. And. Moving on and being okay and thanking, thanking the people, you know, thanking my dad, thanking Thomas, thanking my mom, thanking classmates and teachers, family, friends, and enemies. Though I don't know if I have any, but maybe, maybe some enemies. Um, Thanking everyone for everything they did, for making me the person that I am here today. A person that, you know, tried not to do cannabis yesterday and made it eight hours. Great. You know, a person who is trying, but not too hard. You know, these are the things that I'm thinking about this morning. And while it may not be completely sensical, it wasn't a narrative today. I think that you can get the feelings that I'm experiencing and the hope that's coming, and how much love is in my heart. And I physically felt my heart grow and open and expand yesterday when I was talking about love with Thomas. And if that doesn't show that the effort that I'm putting in is more than worth it, I don't know what is. Goodbye for now.